This is Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Eddington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we watch movies and series based on video games. Based on Guns N' Roses. And this week, we watched the 2017 video game style movie, also a sequel, Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, I mean, what, what can you say? This is the uh, quote-unquote sequel to the 90s Jumanji with Robin Williams. And wasn't Mara Wilson in that? No, no, no. She was in Mrs. Doubtfire. She wasn't the little girl in that one. No, yeah, she okay. wasn't. Now, Josh, before we get into Jumanji, I just wanted to talk about and how you didn't... Actually, no, I'm lying. I got to edit that out. I didn't even know about the PlayStation showcase the other night. And I, I think oh, we should, we yeah, should discuss that. We're getting off topic already. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, well, we're going to talk about the movie, but I figure, you yeah. know, it happened last night. I figure so, we have a brief discussion. Exactly. Here. So we're recording on September 10th. This episode will come out um, the 17th. Um, and last night was PlayStation's uh, showcase where they showed off all the future, well, several of the future games coming out for the PS5. Uh, there were some heavy hitters. There was some stuff we kind of half expected to be shown. Um, there was, honestly, I was expecting a little bit of a teaser of, of God of War Ragnarok. I wasn't expecting them to drop a three-minute no, video yeah. of legit gameplay footage, which I'm in. I'm already, yep, I, take it. Take the money. Here's my wallet. I already want that. Um and from what it looks like, it's a couple years after the first game because boy is boy. taller and his voice is a bit deeper. I think they probably just matched that because it has been several years and the original mocap uh, actor slash voice actor is probably at that age. And they just figured, keep it. You know, it makes sense for, for I guess the story. He's a little, I mean, I don't know. Did you catch that, that little uh, subtle... Um, foreshadowing they showed at the begin uh, at the beginning where Kratos is sitting on a rock in a cave, and Loki. Yeah, well, excuse me. Hold on. Atreus walks in with the deer slung over his shoulders, and the horns are ripe in oh, his shadow. Oh no, the Loki horns. I was like, oh. I think this is going to become a uh, I hate my father type story. Oh, it's absolutely here. a tragedy. That's it, that's what the first three God of Wars were. It was Kratos realizing who his dad was and then killing him. And like they already established in the first one, this is Atreus's story. We're just controlling Kratos. So I assume the third game is probably going to be us playing as Atreus and either killing Kratos or he dies as a result of something. But we're getting probably three years ahead of ourselves. I mean, that game's not even coming out probably for another year at least, year and a half. Um, what would you say the major highlights of last night were? Um, well, for me, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, secondary to that is them showing a little teaser trailer for uh, Spider-Man 2, which reveals... I was fucking so pumped when you sent me that. Dude, and them showing off Venom... Them basic, I'm pretty sure that was Craven that they were Craven the Hunter 
that uh, was doing the like narration of that trailer. And that's just like unbelievable. So Spider-Man and Miles Morales going off against Kraven the Hunter and Venom. Unless you, it means you can also be Venom because the fact that Venom was like, we can't because, you know, the whole thing opens up with, with Craven being like, oh, I need a challenger that can actually beat me. And they zoom in on Spider-Man, then Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And then we get Venom going, we can like, we can do that. Yeah. He was like, are you the one to give me the challenge I've sought? Yes, we shall. And it's like, yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, look good. I thought it looked pretty good. I'm glad you brought up the Spider-Man one because they also announced, and I don't know if you you saw this, Josh, that they're going to be doing a Wolverine-type video game that's going to be like the Spider, like Spider-Man, but Wolverine, which fucking awesome. When I first heard about this, I was like, are they announcing Wolverine and Avengers? Yeah, that, like, I, I wouldn't want that. I yeah, don't care about that game. Anymore. I don't like that game anymore. It's boring. They they did show, um, I guess, in one of the latest expansions, I believe Spider-Man is teased. Um, but who gives a fuck? Because it's not the Insomniac Spider-Man. Yeah. And they promised him right from the beginning, and it's yeah. been almost a year, and they're just like, oh, here we go. Yeah, here's Spider-Man. Who, here's who you've been waiting for. Just you know. kidding. Here's two Hawkeyes and then Black Panther and then maybe Spider-Man later. Yeah. But we haven't added any new enemies since the it's, game came out. It sounded like for a moment you said two hot guys, but you said two hot yeah, guys. Two hot guys, and then there was Black Panther. Uh, yeah. So uh, Another thing that I was very excited about was uh, the remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, a lot of people were fucking popping off over that one i never played that game but isn't that the one where you can it's like almost an action rpg where you can determine if you want to be good good or bad like light side pretty much i've never played the old one i always well this is the the remake of it yeah i've always wanted to play it but uh, as i recall i believe it was on xbox and i didn't have an xbox so i'm pumped that this will be on PlayStation. I hope it will also be available for PlayStation 4. Um, I mm, just I'm, I'm finally got a job, but I don't have enough money to get a PS5. And even if I did, I wouldn't be able to find one anyway. Exactly. And also, the thing about it is, too, like, um, they're going to start cutting off PS4 games. Yeah. And I believe I they haven't said anything with these games, but I have a feeling that a lot of these announced games will not be on the PS4. Yeah, I just watching some of the trailers where it says this is PS5 footage and no mention of being released on PS4. I don't think it's a good I don't think it's a good prospect that they're going to release really Which many, many more games. Sucks on PS4. because I was like, "Oh man, I'm just going to hold on to my PS4 as long as I can until like maybe there's a price drop on the PS5, but that's probably not going to happen for a while." Now they're selling too quickly, so no, they know yeah. they can keep the the standard price of five oh, yeah. something plus tax. So you know it's going to be a while, but I've already decided I might just hop into Miles Morales for PS4 now because I started. I took a break from Ghost of Tsushima and Minish Cap, so I played a little bit of regular spider-man but i've you know i played it already and i want something new and i i think it's knowing there's something new out there that i you know it makes me want to play it yeah i i put miles morales on hiatus for a little bit 
I'm not sure why. Maybe I just started something else, but I also haven't been playing as many video games. I think you uh, were also waiting. I don't know if you said it, but I know that's what I'm waiting for, but I'm like, fuck it. You were waiting to play it on PS5. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I originally got it on PS4, and then I got my PS5 before oh. I even started playing it. I did start playing it on PS5. Oh, I th- But I put oh, that on oh, yeah. hiatus. I, I don't know how far I got in, but I know it's also not as long as the original game. So I might have gotten at least halfway. But again, that's one of those games where I'm like, hey, there's something to do over there. Let me go do that. Eh, fuck the main story. I want to go do that and that. Tedious stuff. It's pretty much what... But it's fun. You know, I did it in the first one. But yeah, I thought we just would talk a little bit about the showcase. We are a movie slash video game podcast. Yeah, and that doesn't even... Like, there's so many other things that were announced, but honestly, the things I already mentioned are really all I gave a shit about. I'm sure some of the other games, like Deathloop, looks pretty cool. That's really all I can think of. I know there was a ton of others, but honestly... Well, Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft... You mean Gran Turismo? I thought, yeah, Grant. I thought Grand Theft Auto Five is already out. Well, I think they're they're. What I meant was that is that they're finally doing a. Um, I believe that's what I was looking at. Yeah, they're doing a PS Five version. Why? Oh, I know why. Oh, come on, man! Because GTA Five <laughs> is one of the most profitable games of all time because of the online yeah. service and people dumping money into them. Of course, Dude, they're going to be like, yeah, we'll revamp it for PS Five, even though it looks fucking amazing on same, PS Four. Same reason they're doing more money, please. Spider Man remastered like in that's because they know they're going to sell them and they know they're going to be very profitable on it yeah i watched uh so stupid like charlie started playing spider-man his uh his girlfriend for his birthday got actually found him a ps5 well okay so she didn't i'm not gonna sit so i'm very lucky that playstation direct i randomly just got one they sent me the opportunity hey you were chosen because you're a playstation you know, profile subscriber or whatever, PlayStation, not plus, but just you have a PlayStation ID, you're randomly selected. If you want to buy one, you can buy one. I guess she, there's like this new, uh, new egg.com where you can do daily raffles for chances to buy high end stuff like a PS five. Also, I think like the GTX 3080 like processor or something, some crazy like computer processor. That's really hard to find. That was another thing that he was trying to do a raffle for, like, and she randomly won it, so she got him a PS5. And he got Spider-Man Miles Morales for PS5, and it came with the original game. And I was watching him play it, and I'm like, that face on Spider-Man, just, I don't, I put so much time into the PS4 version with the original face that it just looks so different and just takes me completely out of it when I was watching him play. And you know that's going to be the face in Spider-Man 2. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it, I, uh, I don't know. I think it's still very weird that they did that. Yeah, and... I don't understand the logic. If it really was, like we've said before, like, oh, we wanted them to look like Tom Holland. It's like, okay. Then also give us one that looks like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and let us, like the suits you can change, change the Spider-Man we're using. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Let me switch back to the original. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I. It would be cool if they make it that you can do that, but nah, they're just they like this is what we're gonna use. Yeah. Um. Now, before I again not stalling or anything like that, I just know there's probably not gonna be a lot that we're gonna talk about in this movie. There's probably a lot to go over, but you know we'll get to it. I also, I also wanted to say we have big movie news. Um, the other day. 
Matrix 4 trailer dropped. Oh, boy. Now, how do you feel about that, Josh? Were you a fan of the Matrix franchise? I saw them in the theaters. I loved the first one, and then it was a little tough on the next couple. Uh, The third, I thought, was odd. Some odd choices there. Um, But I think they, like, you really can't say that they weren't doing groundbreaking shit because matrix some of the scene most of the scenes in that movie are some of the most parodied things of all time oh yeah like well that the, was the, the first bending time. bullet things and like that isn't just parodied in other action movies as a serious thing that was period parodied in like comedy stuff all over oh the yeah place. Well, and I I heard that, um, well, you know, they never did anything like that, that 360 camera thing. And now, like, you could do it so easily, but um, in The Matrix 4, they've decided to do what they originally did in the first one. Going old school. And going old school in that. Uh, Yeah, it's, the trailers, like, I, I agree with Josh. I watched the first one. Religiously, I watched it a ton of times. Loved was it. was pumped for the fucking sequels, and then hated the sequels. I don't even remember them. I'm gonna rewatch them before I watch the fourth one. But like, I saw them in theaters. That was the last time I saw them. I liked the Animatrix thing that they had was kind of cool, but oh, more yeah. of like I, I liked that. it artistically. It was yeah. like different animation styles. But from the trailer, we see you know it just seems like Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss's character kind of have amnesia um morpheus is younger and it's kind of like neo just trying to remember i think who he is really don't know what's going on it's kind of a bummer because i also heard in an interview lawrence finch La- lawrence yeah lawrence La- larry. Fishburne, larry larry fishborn <laughs> <laughs> lawrence fishburn uh, even said he's surprised they haven't asked him to come back for Matrix 4. He could be lying and might come back later at the end, but the fact that they've casted him younger kind of makes me wonder what's going on. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Um, I heard the same exact thing you heard, that he wasn't even asked about the movie, and it's like, is this like one of those Marvel Mr. X? Like, oh, Hi, I'm Toby Maguire. I have no idea about Spider-Man No Way Home. Or Willem Willem Dafoe has just been like, no, uh, no, I don't. I'm I. I'm not in it. I'm not What's in this it. Behind the scenes photo of you in in the costume, <laughs> like, wow. Or how a, about in the trailer, the pumpkin bomb from Toby Maguire? So your laugh and the pumpkin yeah. bomb are in that movie, and like, I don't know, man. That's, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't I filming. I don't there. know. Yeah, I'm just very I'm very interested to see where they go with this movie, but I think it's just going to be one of those movies where it's like, yeah, we know Neo died in the third one, but boom, here he is again. Remember all the Jesus allegory we had? <laughs> Jesus came back, so can Neo. He was oh my god, I didn't even I forgot about the Jesus allegory shit. That's probably what they're going to be like he rose. He was freeborn. But then well, Trinity I, died too. Yeah. Did Morpheus die too? I think they all died. They all died. They all died. Or maybe not. I think, mo- I think at least all of those people died. Uh, I don't know. Did Halle Berry died? I don't did remember. Did she died? <laughs> I, I just... Wait, you mean Jada Pickett-Smith? Yeah, that one. Was it... Wait. I thought it was... No, was Halle right. Berry? It was, it, I think it was Jada Pickett-Smith. I think you're right. Someone that looks like that, <laughs> did they die or not? <laughs> Well, those are pretty similar actresses. I don't know. I I, I want to be excited for it, but it's just 
I'm skeptical because the third I didn't really like that much. It's just Hollywood not having a an original thought these days and is just trying to, well, this was successful. Let's bring it back. Because we already know fans hate when you replace the original cast, female Ghostbusters, and, you know, will riot and cause mm-hmm. a scene online. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I can't really say anything because... Not having an original thought, it's like, well, we did also just see Shang-Chi, which is just another Marvel superhero movie, and I kind of liked it. Hell, man, it it, well, broke, to me. it broke some records. Yeah. It's got a 90, a solid staying, which is like a record on its own, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Um, thousands I, of reviews. It's not even like yeah. hundred reviews, like thousands of reviews. And the thing is, I wanted more, but you know what? I tend to forget as a privileged white man <laughs> that this movie was not made spe- specifically for me. Check your privilege. Yeah. <laughs> this movie was made for a completely different culture and they, and if they liked it and didn't find it offensive, which was a lot of people's worry and they found yeah, it. You I, know, I wouldn't know. Not offensive to me. Well, I mean like before it was, it re- was released, you know, always, there was a lot of things I read where there was a lot of people like critics saying like, you know, we thought they were going to do a lot of Asian stereotypes in, in this. Cause that's what Hollywood does there, in a lot because of, because the comic also has some, some bad. Oh stuff. yeah. Yeah. There's a character. Uh, one of his villains I think is called Fu Manchu. And, uh, Oh yeah. If you can just think, if just think back in your head about any stereotypical Asian cartoon you may have seen where it was like kind of parodying them. And it's that's what that character. Well, was. and that's also what I liked in the movie where he was like, yeah, some white guy called me Mandarin back in the day. Yeah. And like, <laughs> that's an orange. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I did like that line in that movie, but we're not talking about that movie. Drink talking about a better Welcome movie. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> I am Axe Rose. We are talking about Jumanji. 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 I, I thought I had my summary up. Jumanji. I don't have it up again. Jumanji. Jumanjiri. <laughs> Jumanjiri. Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Four high school kids discover an old video game console and are drawn drunk, and are drawn into the game's jungle setting, literally becoming the adult avatars they chose. What they discover is that you don't just play Jumanji, you have to survive it. <gasps> wow. Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle was released December 20th, 2017 Christmas, and yeah. was directed by Jake Castan. No clue. Castan, I'm probably saying his last name wrong. I'm actually shocked actually I'm not shocked but like uh this is he's actually a pretty decent director. Uh he did a few episodes on Freaks and Geeks. He also did a bunch of episodes on New Girl, but he also did Orange County, which also starred Jack Black and mm-hmm. Clint Hanks. Clint Hanks. I don't I, know. Why I, I could not remember the young Hanks boy. Yeah, Clint Hanks. The end of the movie. His name is Clint. And he also directed Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> He's a genius. This was made for him. Well, that's why I, I thought the humor in this was really good. And I thought, you know, you can see it because of course of these past movies and also, you know, credits and shows. Um, the budget was 
ninety million dollars. Josh, did you look at the box office? I did. Uh, actually, the budget I saw it said anywhere from ninety million to one hundred and fifty million. So I don't know if there was maybe some like stuff they had to touch up after the fact. I, they probably did reshoots. Let's be honest. But because this was a rock, action pack, Jack Black movie. It's got Karen Gillan from uh, Nebula. You know, this movie made nine hundred and sixty-two million dollars. Damn! Are I you were... fucking kidding me? I remember when I saw this in the movie theaters with my niece, I was like shocked, like going in. And at that point, I think it was only at like 500 million. And I was like, this movie's actually doing good because like anybody else that was born in the mid 80s, I went to this movie being like, fuck this movie. This movie's going to fucking suck. I like the cast, but this the original movie with Robin Williams. And if you are some Gen Xer listening to this. Do you and you have not watched the original Jumanji? Do yourself a favor, watch that fucking movie with Robin Williams. Yeah. It's a classic. It's so fucking good. And I, you know, or, I ended up, or you can listen to it on Andrew's other podcast. We when, haven't covered it yet, but we probably will. cover it. When when we cover, cover it. it let's see that again. Let's see that again. Make sure you're all tuning in to let's see that again. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I was just very where well, we watch nostalgic movies and see if they hold up today. Um, Shameless plug. <laughs> it, 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 I went in and I ended up like loving this movie. Like I, I laughed with my niece. I think watching it with my niece in the movie theater made me enjoy it more. And at the time she was, I think, 10. So when she didn't get a lot of the penis jokes, I found it funny. Mm-hmm. Like there was a boner joke and she was like. Oh, I don't, I don't get it. Why is everyone laughing? I'm like, like, yeah, you're not gonna get it. Well, I just said to her, "Oh, uh, he farted," and she's like, "Oh, ha!" <laughs> All right. So before we jump into it, who was your favorite character? My favorite character was Jack Black because he, him playing a self-absorbed teenage girl was it was just it was mesmerizing. I believed it. I he he I to, I told you too. He did a really fucking good job. Jack Blake, bleh, Jack, Jack Black, bleh. Black who pl- plays Professor Shelley Obron, who's a genius in code breaker and has qualifications of archaeology and paleontology. Weakness is endurance, heat, sun, and is played by Jack Black. Yeah, I'm reading off my notes. Yeah, he also is a, his strengths are cartography. He's the only person that could see the map. <laughs> yeah, I didn't write down the strengths because the weak's weaknesses were funnier. Um, this is a little tough because, of course, I I I knew you were going to ask this question, and I was like, well, I can't say Jack Black because he he stole the show. Yeah, he he did a fucking great job, but um, it's a tie. But I'm going to go with uh, Karen Gillian because she as Ruby Roundhouse. She was fucking awesome. Not only did she was she a babe, of course. And honestly, when I watched this for the first time, I did not realize it was Karen Gillian because I just know her as Neblia. Nebula. <laughs> What's wrong with me today? Ne- Nelabu. <laughs> I just know her as Nebula. And like I kept, she wasn't blue. And I kept watching being like, why is she so familiar? And then when I found out later, I was like, holy shit. But in this, I, I thought she was really good at being 
this like looking amazing, but then also playing this self-conscious girl, like hiding her belly and the the whole scene with her, like trying to flirt with guys. Like she played that so well. I thought they all did a pretty good job, except Kevin Hart was great, but I felt like he was just Kevin Hart. Yeah. He's just, well, I mean, he knows how to make, I'm short jokes. Yeah. (laughs) But honestly, his weakness being cake. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, what's going to happen? Yeah, I, I thought that would. That Did you w- notice he, he had a little patch on his jacket that had cake with a crossed out? Yeah, I didn't notice that the first time I saw it and watching it again. Like, I was like, oh, shit. They like hint that. And his character, you know, Mouse, I think they, they call yeah, him. Mouse Tilberman, I think, or something like that. Mouse Tinderman. I can't. I can't. I'm having a stroke today, guys. So the three major characters, and I already said uh, Professor Shelley Obron. Uh, We have Ruby Roundhouse, killer of men, being an experience in the arts of karate, tai chi, aikido, and dance fighting. And his his weak her weaknesses venom. And then we had Professor. No, we already said that. Franklin Finbar. <laughs> I just is Doctor Smolder's Bravestone sidekick, according to Nigel Billingsley. Yeah, Billy Billingsley's. That's such a fuck you, Nigel Jumanji. Billingsley, who's played from ah, uh, what's his fucking name for Flight of the Concords? Oh, I don't know. I didn't recognize that. Guy. Oh, uh, right. R- I'm I'm a fucking Dude, are you okay? Yeah, I think are you about, a stroke? I think I'm. How's my face look? <laughs> well, you only have Bell's Posley right now. <laughs> Rise Darby, who plays Nigel. Okay. Who, you know, we know from Flight of the Concords. But if you've seen um, what we do in the shadows of the movie, he also plays the lead werewolf. Oh. I don't know if you've seen the movie. I have not. I actually just started, like, getting oh, yeah. through the whole series. You've shown me, like, six random episodes. And then I'm just like, I have to, I'm just going to start from the beginning and I'll just go through them. See, I've seen all the show and then finally recently saw the movie and he's in it and it's so in Taika Waititi, but it's so good. And he just he because like he has a group of werewolves and every time one of them swears, he goes, hey, we are werewolves, not swear wolves. <laughs> Before you even said like finish your sentence, I knew what the joke was going to be. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's such a good drink. We're talking about something better, even yeah. though I don't think that this was bad. Um, no, I, this I, movie was not bad. This movie was very, actually pretty entertaining. Um, I won't say it's perfect. And when we get to our scores, I'll expand upon that. Um, I mean, in just the opening of the movie, I already was kind of like, this is a bit cheesy. Someone finds the board game, but it's in the 90s. And then he's like, I don't play no fucking board game. Fuck this shit. And then the board game is just like, Magic, here's a game cartridge. And I was like, shut the fuck up. It's cheesy, but I did think it was clever in a way to kind of keep this as Jumanji. Yeah, but it also has the next thing that I thought was pretty cheesy. Oh, was what? That, that, was setting uh, up the standard archetypes. And you just, right from the beginning, you realizing these four people are going to be friends by the end of the movie because it, of their shared trauma experience. It's present day breakfast club. That's exactly what it is. We have the dorky white dude. We have the jock black guy. We have a super self-absorbed white girl. 
And then we have dorky white girl. <laughs> like, it's just hitting all those cliches, really. We're hitting them. Like, hey, oh, you yeah. got to do my homework. Because remember, we used to be friends in seventh grade, and now I'm too cool, but you still do my homework. Well, he, well yeah, that was, you know. That's Sp- hitting the r- Spencer that's- was an idiot. Yeah. Played by Alex Wolf, by the way, which uh, I saw this and then saw Hereditary like a year or two later. Oh, is he the older brother? Yes. Oh my God. He's great. I, he is I recognize so good. that actor. And yeah, I thought he would play the role well, but I didn't realize he was the dude from Her- Hereditary because that movie is fun. Like in this, he was pretty good, but in Hereditary, he was awesome. And it just goes to show you that he, for someone like, well, he's probably he's got range. Older. He's got, he's got he's a got lot range. of range. He, he can do this and then he can do that. Oh and yeah. That was fucked. That was a fucked up movie. No, that that movie is really oh, fucked. fucked up. Drink talking about a fucked up movie. <laughs> More fucked I don't, up. I don't movie. have anything stronger than this Mountain Dew, but yeah. But as we were saying, like this, you know, they totally set up like this whole Breakfast Club type thing at the beginning, even to the point where Mark Evan Jackson, who plays the principal, is totally going for a Paul Gleason from the Breakfast Club. Yeah. You know, that's that's 100 percent what he's going for. That's the vibe you get. But then they're like, oh, wait, but we're, these actors are now going to just. Never going to see them again till the end till of the, the movie. Very end. And they now pro- we're friends. Yeah, they probably filmed every Se- way separate. Yeah, one, one day. day, one day of shooting, one day, one, one day. day, exactly. Yeah, and I also thought it was a little weird that it's just like, hey, on this one day, everyone, everyone's getting attention. That has to be in this archetype of people that kind of know each other a little bit, like. Spencer and Fridge knew each other. Yes, Fridge being the quarterback, or oh, I think he was a linebacker. Anthony, but player. everybody called him you know, Fridge. Yeah, Fridge, played by Sir Doris Blaine. Sir Doris Blaine. Sir Doris Blaine he was knighted. Huh? Which queen knighted him? Um, I don't know. His name is S E R Darius. Oh, I fucked that up. Sir Darius Blaine. Is that like David Blaine's like son? Maybe. Or and he knighted him? Yeah, maybe. David Blaine. David knighted Blaine him. knighted him. How old do you think he was? Oh, uh, 27. 30. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I grew up watching Saved by the Bell, so I, I know not to assume that these people are actually accurate age. Well, some people can pull it off. I know um, Alex Wolf, Morgan Turner, and... What was the other girl's name? I didn't. I, I'm not familiar with Madison Eastman. Um, I know Morgan Turner from Under the Dome, but like Madison, I just know her from this movie. If anyone wants to tell me what else she's in, email that, us. Um, Jack Beth- Black, Bethany? Bethany, Bethany. Yeah. Okay. Um, they were like 18. So oh, okay. So they put, you know, weird. Sidarius in, like, there you go. But hey, I think Jonah Hill was um roughly 30 when he did Superbad. Yeah, I, I know that he was pretty old. Because Seth Rogen wanted to play that character because he wrote that it with him in mind, but um, the director was like, "No, you're too old," and he was just like, "Come on, like, I think it would, I think I could do it." And they were like, "Well, Jonah Hill," and he's like, "Jonah Hill's my age," and yeah. he pulled but, it but off. But then when he came in and he uh, auditioned with um, the McLovin kid, they were just like, "All right, you got the role." Yeah, it was just a scene where he's just talking shit to him. And like he improved a bunch of stuff that actually landed in the movie because it was so good. And they're like, oh, okay, fine. If you listen to the commentary of Superbad, you can you can still kind of tell that Seth Rogen's a little like, like a little like. What, what do the you fuck? mean? I'm too old. <laughs> yeah, he, he it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked with him. He even when he was in Freaks and Geeks looked too old, and he was at the right age at that point. Yeah. 
He's just an old-looking stoned guy. Um, I also want to give a nod to The Rock in this, because I thought The Rock did a really good job um, pl- yeah. playing that character, uh, playing Spencer. You know, And I don't know if you noticed, every time he got nervous, he would grab his bald head like if he had hair, like making it that Spencer forgot that he had hair. Yeah. Um, what I want to say is that the best aspect of this movie is that the fact one of the rock's abilities as a character, um, what, what was it fully called? He had the ability to smolder, but it was like smolder something. It was smoldering. I thought that was, it was like two. I can't remember what it said on the screen, but it was two words, but smoldering. And by smoldering, I mean pretty much when the rock was in WWE, when he would just look at the camera all wistfully. A smolder. You you could you can't hear, but I was just I was doing it. Do you know about the other rock mm. reference that they did in this? Hmm. Smoldering is pretty cool. Uh, what? The other rock reference? What, yeah. What, did you what, catch what? it? No, I did not. Uh, he talked. Uh, he talked in third person, and then the group as he's walking away, being like, "Did he talk in third person?" And Kevin Hart's character goes, "Yeah, he does that all the time." Mm. The rock says. If you smell what the rock is cooking. I didn't want to finish it. I just wanted to, (laughs) (laughs) you just wanted to hold it, hold it there. There was a lot in this movie that they did. Definitely did like nods to the original, like the, the big giant statues, um, were the game pieces in the original Mm -hmm. Jumanji. Yep. Also, I don't remember what I don't know which Jonas brother it was, but the one playing Alex Nick Jonas, he was at Alan Parrish's um, hut. Alan Parrish yep. was Robin Williams character in the original movie. Yep. So little nod. I, I, I'm I'm glad that they did, they did something. Yeah, I'm glad that they did something. You know, that's he was the reason that movie was so good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I. uh he he was such a fucking character in that movie. But that makes me wonder. There's a lot of questions I have about that, like having him part of this universe. So did the story change when it became a video game? Because it seemed like he was kind of still like he was stuck in the jungle. Um, but that was part of one of the traps from the game. You get sucked in the game, you get stuck in the jungle and you get chased by a hunter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think because they kind of had to evolve it into more of a video game. So like with the board game, you roll and you get a specific result because that's all you can do. You can only roll the dice and that determines what shows up and then you have to deal with it. Whereas in a video game, many aspects can come at you at the same time. You're just progressing through levels. So it's more open. It's, it's more of a, you know multiple things can come at you at once in a video game and you have to figure it out. You have to adapt. You have to work together, I guess. This game was, I mean, this movie was pretty much like, you cannot beat Jumanji alone. You need like at least four, five people to beat Jumanji. And that's kind of how the original game, the, the original movie was too. Yeah, everyone had to try to, everyone was trying to work together to A, survive, and B, just get to the end of the game to finish it. And then when it finished, it resets. In the original, seems to reset time. 
And in this one, um, this is what I was going to bring up being like, you know, they're kind of saying it's in the same universe as the original Jumanji. Now, the thing is, is when Alan goes back, like they finish the game, he's a kid again. He never disappeared. And the kids don't remember when they finally meet the kids in the future. So what I'm wondering is wouldn't that have happened at the end here where Alex would go back and it would just be his life and the the kids, the high school kids wouldn't remember any of this. None of this would technically have happened because the game restarted. Yeah, that one, that I, I actually made a note of that because you're exactly right. So the kids in the original Jumanji help Robin Williams' character beat it and then he goes back to when he was a kid and they don't remember him because you know they meet him later on in life and you know but in this one the teenage kids quote unquote except for you know 30 year old black dude they go back to you know 2010 2011 2017 whatever the fuck it was supposed to take place and tom hanks son goes back to 1996 I'm just going to call him Tom Hanks' son because that's who he is. Clint. Clint. Clint Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back and, and he remembers them because what we see is that because he got sucked into the game in 1996, his whole family just basically fucking went, I don't know if they went crazy or if their life was ruined because they maybe they invested a lot of money searching for their missing kid or it caused fuck-ups with the family because um, all we really met was the dad. But when we see his character at the end of the movie, the house is not disheveled because they would call it like freak house. Like the neighborhood freak called house. it freak house because it was like, it kind of looked like the house from It <laughs> when it came upon oh, yeah. I was like, how's that Pennywise's fucking house? Dude? Well, also the father apparently just stood at the entrance the whole time and would be like, hey kids. Yeah, threaten teenagers. Be careful. Talking. Someone could just take you off the street. Like they took my little boy, Clinty Hanks. <laughs> Clinty Hanks. Yeah, but like he remembered them to the point where he named one of his kids Bethany. Because you saved my life. Yeah, I. The well, you know, let's think of it this way: in in a time of our lives where everything's trying to create multiverse, I feel like, you know, especially Marvel and DC. Do you think that? Even the in Jumanji the original universe. Yes. Imagine <laughs> in the original Jumanji, though Alan and um, I forgot what the w girl's name was, go back in time, they're kids again, and then they live a completely different life. But the kids don't remember. Imagine the kids actually go back to their own reality. And it's like, you know, things are fixed there, but it's two different timelines and now we got like four different timelines because juman it's just a fucking multi-verse device man it's and just crazy and then doctor strange comes out of a portal and says <laughs> alan Parrish, i need you to come with me who are you are you selling tickets <laughs> <laughs> congratulations on the marriage by the way hey tony <laughs> or alan I'm Wong. Let's <laughs> just Wong. You're invited to my wedding. <laughs> um, I wanted to go back to the the discussion of uh, you know, we talked about the father who is played by Tim Matheson, uh, which 
did you believe that role was actually meant for Christopher Walken? I'm not saying it was, but I feel like that character should have been Christopher Walken. Alex's dad. That's like, oh, kids. honestly, I, I didn't really get anything from that guy. He was just like, hey, get off my property, shaking his fist like, how dare you talk outside my gates? It's like, oh, boy. Well, it's Tim Matheson. He always plays like some. He's usually like the bad guy. If you're familiar with um, what's it called? The West Wing. He plays the vice president. He's a bad guy. No, you didn't. All I know about that show is they walk a bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a lot. So he Aaron was the... Sorkin, something, 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 walking towards the camera. Yep. Exactly. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. That too. The guy from uh, Billy Madison. The bad guy. He's in that too. Oh, I forgot what his name is. He's yeah, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I know him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine more recently. Oh, that's another one I started rewatching again just because I really uh, I saw that the new season was coming up, so I was like, hey, let me rewatch that and then watch the new season. New season's good so far. A lot of people got complaints about it because they're touching on real subjects, but then they're also oh. tying a lot of loose ends since it's the last season, so yeah. it feels a little rushed, but you know what? Whatever. It's still good. I still enjoy it. It's going to be another fucking Game of Thrones ending, like... I didn't like Brooklyn Nine-Nine's ending. I didn't want Arya to go off to the West. Well, I know pe- a lot of people were mad because they, they did focus a lot on Black Lives Matter stuff. and like, oh, okay. But they had to. They're New York police officers where that's the major issue, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a cop show. I mean, do you think they're not going to touch on real stuff? It's like, yeah. sorry. Especially sorry. since, like, I know they had season... Eight was it season eight? I think, I think it's season eight. Completely now. written, and then when the whole Black Lives Matter stuff happened, Andy Samberg was like, "Nope, we got to go back, and we have to rewrite like a whole bunch of things." And you can kind of tell that there's multiple different plots going on in this season. Yeah. Well, now that you said it's all about BLM, I ain't fucking watching that shit. It's all about bilingual no <laughs> bowel long movements, bowel movements. <laughs> Bowel dash liquid movements. Ugh, perfect. Too perfect timing. That was very fitting. Um, we we really haven't been talking much about this movie. Mm. Is there anything that you really liked in this movie that you? Yeah, the self awareness. I liked how the uh, the the people. I liked when they were in the game, like like oh we're in a video game, and they're like. Like he touched like his shoulder and like his stats come up and he's like, what the fuck? What the hell is that? Well, I didn't say fuck, but, um, and then like when it faded away, cause the guy was talking and it, he's like, what happened? It's like, I think we're in a cut scene. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought, thought that, was, that was cool. I thought that, that yeah, was the NPCs awesome. would only react a certain way. Like, cause they just, they don't have a lot of scripted dialogue. Like that's very typical of a video game. The embassy. Uh, I'm having a stroke. Empathies. The NPC acting was great. In yeah. This. Yeah. Just like people trying to act and then you're just saying one line over and over again. It's just like, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty accurate. Uh, I, I thought the comedy in this was really good. Um, especially again, you said it before Jack black, he, he killed it in this. Uh, my favorite scene is when they're trying to teach him how to pee. Oh, because Jack Black yeah. is technically like a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was I actually I I laughed pretty hard at that scene as well. It's like this is great. <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god, I literally have a penis attached to my body." Martha, come check this out. Come see my penis. <laughs> come see my penis. And then he gets a boner later and he's like, "What is going on with this thing?" <laughs> I liked when he tries to look at Kevin Hart's penis and she he's, he's like, like "You don't, we look- don't do that." <laughs> it's that's it, a thing that uh, we just don't do that. That's a thing. We yeah. we just don't that do that. Yeah, I thought that was uh, really good. Again, I, I that's the standout performance of Jack Black playing a female character. And they, and but he they killed it. They also looked looked worked very well together. Yeah. All of them. The chemistry was there. Um, again, though, Kevin Hart, he was great in this, but he was Kevin Hart. He was. It was the it was the typical Kevin Hart jokes. If you've ever seen an interview between The Rock and Ke- with Kevin Hart and The Rock. That was basically the joke mindset uh, for this movie because Kevin Hart's person in real life is a tall, you know, muscular dude, but he's playing. He's like, I'm like five foot two. Oh, damn. And he plays just like a guy whose weakness is cake and speed, which is great. I honestly, I, I really liked how. And when strength. they were running, yeah, and strength. How is my weakness my? How is strength my weakness? <laughs> I, I really loved how, like, when they would run somewhere, he would always be running way slower than everyone else, and that con- that continuity was fucking amazing. Even the point where, like, the Rock had to carry him. He's like, "Get on my back." He's like, "I'm not doing that. I'm not getting on your back." And then he's just like running through the woods with Kevin Hart on his back because he can't keep up. Which is typical. He's five foot two. His legs are short. So oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I really liked the cakes. Oh my God, this is so good. I haven't had bread since I was like nine. Are you serious? How do you think I got these abs? Let me try some of that. Mm. Wait, what? What is this? That's my famous pound cake. Cake? Bethany, you said this was bread. I guess it's been so long I forgot what it tastes like. How do you forget what? What's happening? Something happening to me? No. Am I am I am I shaking? Uh-uh. Am I breaking out? No. Am I still black? Yes. Okay. Okay, right? We're fine. Everything is fine. Yeah, no, no, no. It's okay. It probably just meant that I love cake. I couldn't resist it. <laughs> hey, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, because I was just waiting for like, what what is gonna happen with his weakness? And then he just exploded and then fell from the sky and landed really hard through like a bunch of shit. I did like that too, how the characters just dropped in. I did like that nod to video games that like, yeah, they just randomly regenerate. I mean, normally when you lose a life in a game, you don't fall a thousand feet from the sky. No, <laughs> but yeah, I liked that, that. was added for co- comedic effect. Yeah, I liked how they had a set amount of lives and they they just and, and you know the little it's, I wouldn't say it's a twist but using that to their advantage at the end of the movie was pretty clever I thought that was really cool and I also speaking of lives I liked how Jack Black's character gives a life up to save Nick Jonas's character oh it was but, Nick Jonas yes I don't know which one it was it was one of them um 
yeah, it was Nick Jonas. And uh, I thought that was a nice, because the, there's a lot of older games, especially arcades. Uh, I think Simpsons Arcade, you can give away continues oh, I or something that like that, that or games. share lives or something yeah. like that. Uh, speaking about Nick Jonas, I actually forgot about this and not to get sidetracked. Didn't you try out to be a bass player for the Jonas Brothers? Me? Yeah. No. I thought you tried out once. No. I thought they like had something like at a mall or something. I no. thought I heard that you tried out. For I was, this. it was like a joke. Oh, okay. Because it was a joke. Like, I want to be a bass player for okay, like these guys who basically play for a, on a fucking backing track. And they're just like, baby. Oh, oh, little girl, yeah. And it's just like, dude, I would just be playing like, boo, boo, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Give me money, Disney. <laughs> I for I forgot. I, was, I thought we can open up a good conference, oh, but no, is this if only I really did that. And you did play for them. You, you wouldn't be here right now. Like, yeah, they actually said it was too good. It's kind of <laughs> like the Primus. It was kind of like Les Claypool trying out for Metallica. Like, yeah, you're just too good, man. And I was like, I was like yeah, I get it. I get it, JB's. JBs. Now, I thought they did a really good job of like making this kind of like a video game thing. But again, the, again, the plot holes and it is for kids. I don't know if they explained it, but how come that guy took the gem and all of a sudden, like, you know, he controls like, I don't know, all the fucking bugs and shit and animals and Jumanji, I think. Which is really creepy. Got bugs crawling out of his fucking ears. Spiders in his a fucking scorpion sleep. came out of his fucking mouth to kill somebody. Um, well, I think the difference, and they don't actually say anything, is that he took the gem out and then he was like staring at it right next to his eye. So, so it's kind of a like you microwave eye. You could see he had green in his eye, so he was like oh. influenced by the gem. And none of the other characters did that. They just I was put it say, in how the can they can hold it and like because they not weren't be like. <gasps> Let me look at it. So he he probably st- used to stare at the microwave when he was a kid. Yeah, waiting for his hot pocket. They tell t- they tell you not to do that. Who the villain uh, Van Pelt is played by Bobby Cannavale. Do you recognize him? Being a I Marvel even, fan, I didn't even know that he had a fucking name. Oh wait, wait, was he in Iron Man one? Nope. Okay, never mind. But he was in Ant Man. He plays. Um, Ant-Man's ex-wife's husband. Oh, it's that the, guy. S- the stepdad. So in the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he's how, in both. How'd you, do just, that? how'd you do that trick? How'd yeah. you do that? How'd you do that? Magic. I love... I still need to learn that trick. The oh, what, trick uh, that, uh, Jimmy Woo learns. In yeah, Jimmy Woo. I watched a bunch of videos on it. I actually practiced it a, a little. It's not that tough. You just need to really practice it over and over again. Well, if you get it, then just put a tutorial on Twitch how to do it. Why would I need to do it? There's plenty of there's plenty of YouTube videos explaining how to do that by like way better people. Be like, hey guys, chub draw my Twitch and watch me do the old Ant Man magic hand trick. Kapoo, kapoo, yeah, that's kapoo. The, the, that's the fucking yeah. Thing. So I mean, that is like you just said, a very basic subplot that takes place. Is that bad guy pulls cursed gem from statue? He now has the power to control all the animals in Jumanji, and then our heroes need to return the gem to beat the game and leave. That's it. Yeah, they have to go through levels. And they got. And I thought it was cool how they, 
you know, they were even saying and they pointed out that it's like the game driving them, pushing them in the direction mm-hmm. they need to go, which typically is what a game does. You know, mm-hmm. um, the I know we mentioned it before and I should have brought this up, but like how good Jack Black did. Jack Black actually asked uh, Madison Eisman, what's your favorite things? What do you watch? Like, what do you do? And he watched all the things she suggested, listen to music and like hung out with her for a day just to get like that character down. Well, we know if anything, Jack Black is a method actor. Um, oh, yeah. Like similar to. Jared Leto or um, that guy who played Lincoln. Donald Duck. You, Donald Duck? He's a method actor. I almost just tried to do a Donald Duck impression. It might have been a Daffy. It might have turned into a Daffy one. <laughs> That's despicable or something. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, and I didn't notice this until I looked uh, some stuff up, but there was some reused scenes from older movies in this uh, the scene with the bikers in the field. I don't know if that looked familiar from you. Uh, it, that was the shot in the same area that they shot Jurassic World. So oh. with the motorcycles, with the... the I didn't see that. So is it just the same area or actually the same footage? Uh, it's the same area. Oh, they so used the same in the thing. same place. Okay. But they used like the same areas and sets because also the high school was the same high school that was used in... Jack Black's Goosebumps movie. <gasps> Goosebumps. So they're probably the same production companies and stuff like that. What, Universal? Is that who this is? I didn't pay you attention to. You're in for a scare. <laughs> you sounded like Adam Sandler doing that. Zap it, do. Watch Goosebumps. <laughs> Stop looking at me, swan. <laughs> Stop looking at me, mask. <laughs> the haunted mask. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that episode. It, it wasn't it kind of like a mo- it was like an hour long episode. I, yeah, because that was the debut of Goosebumps oh, on yeah. Nickelodeon, and fucking R.L. Stein did the intro. It wasn't Nickelodeon. It was Fox. Oh, was it Fox? Yep. Because oh, okay. Are You Afraid of the Dark was kind of the rival, kind of. Oh, it the, was also superior, yeah. Though Are You Afraid of the Dark started to suck, I believe, at that point. Like, um, because I was a Nick kid, I remember that all the original cast moved on, and then it was the younger little stinker brother that was, like, in the... the you fuck know. that kid. Yeah, fuck he him. He fuck himself to death. Like, they didn't sit on logs anymore, and they all had, like, their own special seats, and it was it was dumb. No. Submitted for the approval. Fuck the newer ones. Fuck them. Fuck them right in their ass. Fuck them right in the ass. Let's see. Looking at my notes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just want to bring up the second super notable scene in the movie, which was Jack Black teaching uh, the was it Martha or Marsha? Martha. Martha. Teaching Martha how to flirt. That was a fantastic scene. And honestly, I thought that the twist was going to be that it didn't matter and she was just going to die. Like, they were, she was just going to walk up and immediately die. But it wasn't. It was just she turned on a radio and started dancing. Yeah, the radio just turned it on it and it was there. just there. Yeah. Because she's a dance fighter, too. Yeah. I didn't ca- I was like, wait a minute. She wasn't dancing good and now she's dancing really good. But then they're like, oh, that's her dance fighting ability. It's like, oh, that's convenient. But it, these guys were just set up to get their butts kicked. But mm-hmm. I like that they did because when they were like 
doing like, oh, we're gonna practice you flirting with them. I'm like, they're NPCs. Do they get horny? No. Nope. Why? Why did these characters in a video game have to piss? Why did we give them dicks? That's a good question. You would think that they wouldn't have to urinate, but the the game was telling them to get nourishment when that guy it's is true. like, yeah, they did. They did have to eat food because when they went to that bazaar. But then he ate a bunk cake, and we are he, and he ex- exploded. It, it, he exploded on himself, on everybody, really, on everybody. Yeah. Um, I, I also think that. I really appreciate that when I guess the uh, Spencer and Martha were having that heart to heart as the rock and Karen Gillum, when they were like, they went for the kissing scene and it was just, you're, you're, uh. I, I was like, please don't be like good or like be bad. And it was, and that was the joke. That was so funny. Yeah. That was, so, I, I like that. And I would have loved for it to the, be the same at the end. The same at the end. Yeah, they got a they got a little bit of redemption. Yeah, I was like, no, come on. They they should have just. They're still trying to figure out how to kiss. Should have been the same thing. They should have. It should have been the same exact awkward, terrible kiss as they showed in the game. Yeah, that's what it should have been. Yeah, and again, I gotta give it to, to Karen Gillian. She's just so good at being awkward. Because yeah. in that scene, I felt awkward mainly because of her character and Guardians of the Galaxy. Nebula, she's just fucking badass. Badass, but awkward whenever she has to interact with people. Yeah, because she's an android, so she doesn't really have like human emotions. She learns to have empathy and emotions and stuff over time. But yeah, so she's very good at pretending to be like... I don't know. I'm not that hot. What are you talking about? My my belly. My belly. Now, we we briefly talked about the end a little bit. I kind of wish it went a little different. Like, one, I wish before The Rock went back, uh, Spencer kissed his biceps (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) Or you just say goodbye to them or something. Yeah, well, he did say, like, he did touch them like he was saying goodbye to them, but I'm like, it'd be awesome if he just, like, gave a mwah. And then just like was like okay, or like smoldered as he was like disappearing or something. Yeah, like to the old look up wistfully. Bye, Nigel. I actually would have liked it if he stayed behind. I thought they were kind of doing that. Honestly, I thought they were gonna do that. He was gonna stay there. I don't know why he would stay there, but he he he's a wimp and he's afraid of real life. True, but he knew that it was some. Sweet, sweet high school punani to come out to. Well, oh, but yeah, that too. But if you got sucked into this game, would you want to leave Josh and come back to working and paying bills and living a real life? Or would you? Yeah, I mean, I'd fucking go insane if I couldn't actually have a conversation with real people. Oh, true. You'd be stuck with NPCs. NPCs or stuff. I mean, just because that guy doesn't control the animals doesn't mean they're still not those fucking hippos. True. People. <laughs> well, then you know what I would do? I would because I, I agree with you on that. I'd hop out of the game, but then trick other people to play the game with me and have them get stuck in the game with me. It'd be like my, my own type of Jumanji horror movie. So what happens if you bring people that die immediately and then you don't have the skills to beat the game? Then you've just fucked yourself. I try to set up a contingency plan, <laughs> like set it up so that like if something happens, just in case, 
leave notes for somebody to come and find the game. And then when that person dies, they'll take their place. And hopefully they're better because I, I, I can't set up a contingency contingency plan for a third person. I just can't. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Actually, it's a constringency. A corona. <laughs> you want a corona? Family. Is that, what are you, is that from like Fast and Furious? Yeah, or all they drink is Coronas. Oh my god! You can have any beer in this house as, as long, long as it's Corona. Corona, or Corona Light, Corona Light, family. Everybody watch Fast and Furious. They're great. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Even the space one. I just re. I just watched all of them for like mainly the first time, and it was fucking awesome. Fast Nine was amazing. Last couple of weeks, that's all you've been talking about. Yeah. Just like you know what, dude? Yes. This movie's actually really good. It was fucking great. I liked how it was too fast and too furious. That was a really cool aspect. It was very cool, if you ask me. Um, now, Josh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I do actually have some one-star reviews of this. Actually, you know what? We'll do our scores, then I'll read these. One. Right, what should, What do you think we should do first? Um, yeah, let's talk about, let's do the one-star reviews, and then we'll do our scores. Yeah, I was just going to say there's one thing at the end of the movie that I uh, is just another plot hole. They destroyed the system and the cartridge. In the original movie, they showed that you can't do that. You can't just destroy the board game. Which I thought I, I of get, that I get, too. I get it. That that's why there's another movie. I get it. Yeah, it's but I think they again. set it up like I don't know. It was kind of set up that you didn't know if there was going to be another movie. And I heard the second one is just bonkers. Good. Like I heard, I heard it's ridiculous. Like, um. I heard if a lot of people that like the first one like the second one, but then say it's just like wasn't needed and it's just jokes, 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 shot, 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 shot. Now, hey everybody. Now, I, I pulled some three one star reviews on this. Now, I, I, I enjoyed this movie. I kind of can tell you kind of enjoyed this movie. Like, yeah, no, I wouldn't give it a one star review, but I'm not going to say it's like a five star movie. Now, now the first two have kind of the same theme, and you'll see in a, in a minute. The first one's a little long, so I'll, I'll try to read it. Should, um, I'll do. A, I'll try to make it do a voice, so it's kind of funny. This is from Misty Renew off Google. My family and I were so excited about this movie. We love The Rock and Kevin Hart together. The last Jumanji was funny and entertaining. The one with Robin Williams was very good. To say, we were very disappointed with Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. There was six GDs, that means goddammit, people, within the first ten minutes at best. I cannot tell you what a disappointment that was. My family, including my seven and thirteen-year-old children, actually got up and left. Now, I'm not perfect. I'm a Christian. Anyone can watch what they want, but I just want to make sure all Christians out there know what kind of language is in this movie before they go and take their kids to see this. Jesus Christ. Yes. And this, yeah. There wasn't even, okay. There wasn't fucking swearing in this movie. There wasn't. God damn. Shut the fuck up, Misty, you bitch. Yes. Go back to fucking Pokemon Indigo League. 
Oh yeah. Nah, that, 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 and I love how she says, I'm not perfect, but then I'm a Christian. Like, okay. Are you saying you're not perfect because you're a Christian or you saying, well, I am a Christian. I'm beyond perfect. Well, you know, this movie made 960 million, so they can afford you not Suck wanting to it. see that movie again. Bitch. Misty Renew. And this next God one. God told me he loved this movie. Now, this next one's kind of similar, but it's funny because the person's name is Helliboy71. And it says, even if I wasn't a true believer. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> Helliboy. So let's uh, <clears throat> do your best Ron Perlman impression. Ron Perlman. Hey, I'm Ron Perlman. And, uh, I can't even red. think of how Ron Perlman <laughs> sounds like. Hey, I was a biker in one show and a demon in another movie. And well, uh, Oh, yeah. Ron Perlman. Okay. Let me see him. <clears throat> Even. <laughs> what are you doing, like the movie trailer voice guy? Yeah. In a world where Ron Perlman is Hellboy. I'm Ron Perlman. Let's see. Yeah, that's a, uh, I'm just thinking. It's like a Marlon Brando impression. <laughs> Eve, on the even day of my daughter's wedding. A, even if I wasn't a true believer. <laughs> All right, I'll just do a yeah. where. Even if I wasn't a true believer and follower of Christ, I still would have found the language of this film horribly offensive could not sit through 25 minutes of it before I had to leave the theater. So sad of all the small children I saw are exposed to such horrifying language by those role models, quote unquote would have given negative stars if possible. Poor, poor example. They do realize that like family guy in South park has been on the air for like 30 years. Right. Yeah. The Simpsons has been saying hell and damn for longer. I I just think it's weird, though, that he says all this stuff and his name is Hellyboy71. Should be like Heckboy. <laughs> Heckboy. I don't like saying hell because I'm a good Christian boy. Now, this next review is short, but I thought it was funny because, like, this person, I, I, I believe this might have been the first movie this person's ever seen. So this is from Steve Hodgson. They put their real name, I believe. Boomer, yep. Horrendous. So much better back in the day of the first one. It took a full 10 minutes before it even got going. Very hard to watch so much that I had to turn it off halfway through. 10 minutes to get started? Have you ever watched a fucking movie in your life? That's usually how long it takes to set up a fucking movie, you idiot, Steve Hodginson. You need to set up the characters. You need to set up their intentions. So you need to set up who they are. No, Josh. I want it now. That is most point. The point of most movies is to give you characters who do things that have them either grow or they don't. And things happen because of it. Ten minutes is not that long. And in all honesty, half of these fucking movies we watch, I wish they took the 10 minutes to fucking set up the movie. Yeah, you heard that, Yui Bull? <laughs> well, I got to start hashtagging episodes that we talk about him, so maybe he can, he'll can he like attack us and invite him to his restaurant to box us. Uh, you can box him, Do dude. we get a free meal? <laughs> well, he's going to fly me to Vancouver. I mean, fuck. Yeah, maybe. I'll take a punch. But I, I just thought it was funny, um, you know, and I'm even wondering if some of these were actually for the f- 
the second one because a lot of the second one reviews got mixed in and they a lot of them talked about the language in the second one i think you're right honestly because i don't even remember them saying goddamn that much in this movie they did like yeah, maybe i did hear twice, a couple but... goddams but they there there was i was a little shocked that i forgot like there was a, there was a couple shits i think there was a couple shits there were, they did the fake out shit at the beginning they said shit as they're like disappearing into the game Oh, yeah. I, um, the language I didn't notice at all, but I guess I'm a heathen. Uh, this just kind of sounds like one of those like Christian Facebook group people that are like, this movie's blasphemous. We got to go fucking downvote it. So no one sees it. And it's like, yeah, I guess nobody saw it. Oh, wait, let me check the box office. Mm, 962 million. Yeah. So some people that have some fucking brains actually saw it. Gotcha. Yeah, I have no retort on that because mm. it's, you know, you're, you're right on that one. Unless you're fucking Steve Hodgson where you just want the movie to start right when it begins, like halfway through. I wonder well, I'm if, not fucking him, so I, I don't have any. Yeah, don't fuck him. I don't even know who he I, is. I wonder He's if he, unfu- Steve Hodgson's is unfuckable, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve Hodgson's. I like my movies like my pornos. I just want the fucking money shot right when I clip that click. Clip that clip. I meant to say clip. <laughs> wow. Keeping this in. I'm fucking keeping this in. This is staying in here. This is this is good podcasting right here. Andrew's been smooth brained all day, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> so Andrew had clearly has like a porn video paused somewhere in this house. <laughs> I well, I I if it's gonna be a long one, I let it play out and I time it right so when I get back. You know, like my like my boy Steve Hodgins. I'm right at the end. Yeah, Money good. shot, baby. <laughs> Come face. <laughs> Why didn't you play the Street Fighter sound clip? Oh, I always forget. <laughs> I'll move that back. I always forget about that. <clears throat> now that we've read those amazing reviews, Josh, let's get to our scores. All right, let's jump in this bitch. So, per usual, since this is not a video game movie, our third category is going to be the effective video game references and how well they played in this movie. But first off, as usual, is the cheesy movie factor. How fucking cheesy is this shit where you're, like, rolling your goddamn eyes, they're doing the same fucking tropes as most movies do. I don't know why I fell into like a I'm in a Tony Soprano's gang voice or whatever. Like, hey, fuck you, you fucking mook. Hey, fuck you. You ever go to Starbucks? And they hey, you remember your first blowjob? Huh? How did you do? Did he finish? Gabagool. Gabafuckingool. Gabagool's not even a real thing. They just call Capacola Gabagool. I never fucking understood Cap-a-cola. that. Uh, for For me... For cheesy, I actually gave this movie a six out of ten. Um, I thought the character setup was very cheesy, giving us a very generalized archetypes of typical characters we've seen in many movies. Uh, the ending where they're all, "Hey, now we're all friends because we all shared trauma together." But even though we're 
very different people. We're all, hey, we're going to hang out and go fucking rock climbing next week. Best friends. But yeah. Best I, friends, like, are we? I get it. I get it. I get it. But eh, I still think it's a bit cheesy. But overall, this does not, that does not affect my good movie score. So before we get to that, Andrew, what would you rate this as far as a cheesy movie? Well, first, I just want to say we forgot to mention that Nick Jonas's character's weakness. His name is like um, I Alex. Forgot, I forgot what the oh no no yeah um, what the character's name was. It was name like McPlainson. It was very on the <laughs> nose. McPlainson. <laughs> like oh, I can I can fly planes. Um, his weakness was mosquitoes, and oh, that's true. it wouldn't take that long. <laughs> No, in that ju- fucking no. jungle, the mosquitoes are the size of his fucking fingers. But cheesy score. Um, I'm actually gonna go a little lower than you because you know I thought this could actually have been a little bit more cheesier in a fun way. But I do agree with you, so I'm gonna give you a five. Um, you know the cheesiness was, you know, it was cheesy. It's a video game. All video games are cheesy, and I thought that the way they interpreted this movie as a video game was good and they got the cheesiness right so i'm gonna go about five fair very fair andrew um so now the next score is the good movie factor is this a movie that you are entertained the whole way through would you recommend it to people i mean yes and yes yeah for me yes and yes so i gave this a seven and a half out of ten um it was entertaining it was funny uh, the only reason I wouldn't score it higher is because I felt in the final act it kind of lost a little steam and it just was like we're getting to the end we're just kind of throwing some stuff and now here's a thing and there's the end and I was like oh okay okay so 7 out of 10 still would recommend it I think it's a good movie to watch it's not even a folding laundry movie it's a movie you should pay attention to because it's funny yeah no, I, I, I 100% agree with you, and I'm actually going to mimic your, your score and give it a 7 because I was trying to multitask while watching this movie and because I've already seen it, so I thought it would be a le- little easier to do. But no, I kept getting locked in, and I had to keep pausing it because a lot happens. This is one of those movies that does, it, and I agree with you, it moves fast, but then the the end kind of was a lull. Um. You know, they were trying to wrap it up, but it seemed like they also had some time to like fill in. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was a great movie. Um, it, it and especially like if you have like a niece or a nephew or kids, this is a good movie to watch with them. If you like the original movie, I think you'll appreciate this. Yeah, it's a good next step from what the groundwork the original movie like clearly no one is robin williams in this movie but the rock and kevin hart and jack black and karen gillen together are very funny and they work really well together and their interpretations of these teenage characters they're supposed to be are really spot on and it's surprising how effective it is yeah and when i first saw the trailer for this i was like the premise is a great idea but why does it have to be jumanji and then when you see it you it works yeah. Also, Except that I, beginning thing. Yeah. I also, like the ending where, like, Alex goes back and, you know, he goes back in time. So none of the bad stuff happened. I'm like, it would have been better if he went back to the present day. And it would have been like, it was fun. It was good seeing, like, oh, he has a family and his family is there and the house is nice. 
it would have been way more emotional if like they showed him reuniting with his parents after all that time and then like them just like kind of picking up the pieces but, but I, that, I get it. it. It doesn't fit the... Yeah, the, it wouldn't be canon to be canon, the, yeah. the original. But then they fucked up the canon by being like, oh, but the kids remember. But they remember. Exactly. Parallel universes. Multiverse of Jumanji. It's happening, people. The Jumanji Cinematic Universe. The JCU. Here. The JCU. <laughs> it's here. The JCEU. JCU. Jumanji Cinematic Extended Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it happen. Let's yeah. dig up Robin Williams. You hear that, The Rock? Mr. D- Mr. Dwayne Rockman? You get on it with your fucking billion Twitter followers. They should. Kickstarter it. I, yeah, they should. Oh, I wonder if they'll do it, because you know what? I did hear mixed things about Jumanji 2, and even some of the reviews is like, this is why we're not getting a Jumanji 3. So I'm very interested to see where they go in Jumanji 2. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's fine. Well, technically it's Jumanji 3, right? Yeah, I wasn't going to correct you, but yeah, you're Yeah, it's it's fucking Jumanji confusing. 3. Jumanji and then Jumanji with a surname and then Jumanji 2 with a surname. Stop saying Jumanji too much. You're going to get the gods of Jumanji mad. Yo, they're saying Beetlejuice, dude. <laughs> It's not Candyman or Beetlejuice. <gasps> it's coming for you, Josh. I didn't say Candyman. Don't kill me, Tony Todd. I want to see that new Candyman movie. Yeah, I mean, way. also it's Jordan Peele is a producer on it. Yeah, so you know it's fucking good. So that's a. I still gotta see Get Out. I've heard a lot of good things about Get it's Out. It's good. It is good. It's not like. You know, super gore movie, but it's very good. Very good. Well, horror he's movie. he's clever. He was doing the, the Twilight actor, Zone for main a while. Actor is really fucking good too. I don't remember his name. Daniel something. I think. I forgot. I recently he's, saw a he movie was in with him Black in Panther. It. I thought he was one of the. Yes, he played um, the guy's son that was the 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 son whose dad was killed by Andy Serkis' character. Character. Right? No, no, no. No, he was. He he was the son of the uncle who was killed by T'Chaka, so he helped uh, Michael B. Jordan's character take the throne. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I think I know. Yeah, it's that actor. I thought his father was killed by. I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about a better movie. Let's get to the next. I'm gonna score. Drink my Mountain Dew. Drink that Mountain Dew, baby. Ah, tastes like the dew of a mountain. <laughs> tastes like man dew. <laughs> Future, I'm a future liar. Andrew, please cut that out because it makes no sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Alienating our audience. All right. So, the last score for today, since this is not necessarily a movie based on a video game and it's a movie that uses video game references, the last score is the effectiveness of the references. Effectiveness of the video game references. Sure. Adding factor on that doesn't really sound right. So I um, I gave this a six and a half out of ten. I thought it was good. I liked that the um, you know the people knowing they're in the game, realizing they're in the game, the whole thing with like oh I think we're in a cutscene. NPCs only having specific things they can say or can only react to cer- certain characters because they only have dialogue with them. I thought that was I thought that was great. But I mean there wasn't like a lot more to it than that i mean it it was like an open world game type thing but you know there could have been a little more they could have found like like a hidden item or something like and it was like some 
you know, super weapon or some shit like that. That wouldn't have made sense. But in a video game, that kind of stuff makes sense because it's a video game. True. Yeah. So six and a half out of ten for me. I'm actually surprised you did score it so low. I'm actually going to give this an eight out of ten because I felt like there was more video game like the transfer of lives was one thing the dying you respawn each character is like you know especially playing the friday the 13th nes game like where some characters run slower than others where others are faster or some have wept like will deal jason more damage and health i like that they did that i like that and this reminds me of that shitty avengers game which i heard you told me they fixed this where you couldn't even get past certain points without certain characters like they couldn't uh get the note or whatever that was uh the elephant thing that was under the the cobra black the mamba. Black, mamba, black mamba unless you know Kevin, I forgot his name for a minute. Kevin Hart's character didn't defang the snake. So I I, I felt like it had it was pretty well representation of video game a video game to me. Well, I mean six and a half is still above average. No, I know, but I, I actually expected you to score a little higher. Like like me. Like me. But I you know, down to the NPCs where, you know, they seem like they're interacting in a way where they can talk more. And that reminds me of a video game where, like, I'll be like, oh, wow, this game really made it that these NPCs are interacting with you. And then after a while, they'll just be like, um, they'll just be like, repeat the same thing over and over again. All right, I'll change my score. 6.6. Ah, fuck you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So, Andrew, what are we going to be watching next week, my friend? Well... For all fans of Final Fantasy, don't get excited because we're doing Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Fuck. (laughs) I knew you'd be a little annoyed by that one. I was like, I don't remember any other Final Fantasy movies. And this this one, you know what? We should definitely read the good reviews for this one because I haven't. I don't think I've met a single person that I'm friends with that's a Final Fantasy fan that enjoyed this movie. It was definitely disappointing. Yeah, I think the one thing people can all agree on is at the time, the animation was was like cutting edge. It was, was new fucking shit they were trying to do. They were trying to make these characters that they could have in different mediums going forward. Like it wasn't just going to be movies. They were going to move them into a game or do other stuff with them. And then the movie just wasn't good enough. So they couldn't do it. I remember the plot being very similar to um, Heavy Metal 2000. If you can remember. (laughs) Uh, Booberella. Boob blubberella. No, not blubberella. No, fuck it. Fuck, fuck that shit. Ooh, baby, I love your way. Every day. Yeah, yeah. Now, if we missed anything while this, discussing this movie, or if you have any questions, reach out to us at 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. That's the number 8 bit movie review. And, of course, like we said, if you give us five stars and leave a comment on iTunes, or, I mean, Apple Podcasts, we will read your comment and possibly send you something. Also, make sure to check out our posts on Facebook and Instagram. 
Also, if you want to listen to any of our video game discussions as well as movie reviews, you can go to our website at 8bitpod.com. That's the number, ochobitpod.com. Boo, 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 DJ Khaled. I'm Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm DJ Khaled. And we'll see you next week. If you smell.